The Video Nasty's Moments examine the films behind the scare by Christopher A. Brown. Using notes on the podcast and additional information from the media at the time, the Video Nasty's podcast host, Christopher Brown, publishes a book looking at all the 72 films on the Nasty's list and their impact on society. Read cuttings from the media scare stories, find out the stories behind the movie makers and delve further into the grimy world of the decade's greatest moral panic. Each of the films was covered in detail, along with trivia, reviews, expert opinion and a taste of the controversial scenes each contain. The Video Nasty's Moments is available in hardback, paperback, EPUB and Kindle. Go to videonastyspodcast.com forward slash book to get your copy now. And now our feature presentation. seen a video nasty i wouldn't i have far too much how, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, never seen one. i actually don't need to see visually what i know is in that film Hello there and welcome to the Video Nasties podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. Probably the bleakest of the films that tell our audience don't do something that's on the Video Nasties list. There's a story told in Jake West's Definitive Guide to the Video Nasties of director Joseph Ellison going into the cinema to see how his, film, his movie was playing. In one screen was Friday the 13th. Couples were screaming and cuddling and cheering and generally having a great time with the film. In the other was his movie, Don't Go in the House. It was still busy, with lots of people in the cinema, but the response was very different. Stony silence. It was at that point he realised that the fun little shock that he made was something very different. And he had, in fact, created a bit of a downer of a movie. In this house, 25 years ago... A child was given life. Donald, come here. He was raised in isolation. You're a bad boy. Instructed in fear. You're evil and you must be punished. Imprisoned by a tormented mind. Your father let you do things like that, but he's gone now. And baptized in flames. Now he has come of age. His suffering has ended. And ours is about to begin. You hear that, old lady? I'll punish you again! If you would be spared from the fury of his vengeance, <laughs> whatever you do, don't go in the house. Stairway by stairway, he draws you closer to madness. Oh, God! <laughs> and soon, he'll share the terrifying secret behind this door in the Room of Steel. Don't make me do anything bad, mother. Don't go in the house, because the people who live there aren't people anymore. Don't go in the house. But if you do, don't say we didn't warn you. 
don't go in the house. If only the women in this movie could know the name of the film they were in, then a lot of the problems wouldn't have happened. Dan Grimbaldi plays a psychologically broken man called Donald, who snaps when he discovers his mother, who used to torture him with fire, has died. He goes from being an emotional cripple to being an out-and-out psychopath. Turn his basement to him to a furnace, in which he can tie up women, cover them in petrol, and set them alight before dressing the corpses into his mother's clothes and decorating one of his rooms with the bodies. Don't go in the house. Don't go in the house. But if you do, don't say we didn't warn you. Don't go in the house. The film was originally cut by three minutes to get a cinema release in the UK. The cuts were to the film's main selling point when we've actually got get to see what he's doing in this, in this room. So we get to see a very impressive... What we get to see there is a very impressive forced perspective shot of a naked woman burning. And except in the UK we didn't, depriving the film of its biggest fright. Director Joseph Ellison employs an unusual method in his psycho-inspired shocker. The first death is where the big scare is. While in 1980, when this film was released, people were expecting more brutal and quick kills, here we're offered something different. In slow, deliberate detail, the killing happens. It was more uncommon with the supposed torture porn horrors in the past 10 years than the kind of stuff that you'd get in the 80s. But what's more surprising is the way that the film then pulls away from any more violence as we see our killer pick up more women. The camera pulls away from the big deaths. The idea is that the gore lingers in the mind, but there is a reason why horrors don't do this normally. We're left with a portrait of a damaged man. Certainly there is no doubt in the audience's mind that we're not meant to like him. It's only with a shock scare at the hour mark when we see him with this flamethrower that the movie managed to kickstart itself to its conclusion. The classic ending, where a man's madness consumes him, leading to his death. Honey, Miss Kohler, Father Garrity. Sorry. Sorry. He lied to you. He lied to you. 
amount of thanks I get. I bring you into my home. I give you love and shelter. Better than any of you ever had! You turn on me. But I still let you stay. Well? No more. We hate you, Donnie! Arcade Video released the, the video in May 1982, cut as per the BBFC-approved cinema release. Arcade then released a, an uncut version on video with an Arcade Nasty on the cover. You won't be surprised to hear the video then got listed in the Nasties list in July 83, but was dropped in March 84 after promises that only the BBFC-approved version would be sold. It was re-released after 3 minutes and 5 seconds of cuts in 87, all to that scene with the blowtorch in the uh, the basements, and then passed 18 uncut with all cuts wavered in tw on 2012 for Arrow Video. The film itself did okay back in 1980 when it was released, but actually managed to get a second wind when it was released on DVD. It hit the format early and became a cult classic, uh, reaching a wider audience than you normally expect in the USA. The film actually is an unusual one, an experiment in trying to merge exploitation stylings and varied narrative styles. It tries to varying successes to uh, different concepts with the flow of the story, showing our main character's mind cracking. When it works, it works well. The big shock death early on really captures the imagination. It's uncomfortable, grabs the audience by the throat, as could be seen in that cinema in the 80s, as that audience sat in stony silence. Mother's even sicker than I thought. I have to call a doctor and get him right over here. You understand, I can't leave her in this condition. As soon as you've finished, I'd like to call a cab. Dr. Wells, this is Donald Kohler. It's mother again. She's worse than before. She can't get out of bed. Could you come right over? Yes. Oh, would you? Would you? Thank you very much. The doctor will be right over. If, if you wait a couple of minutes, I can give you a ride home. Look, I know you have your hands full here. I'd just like to call a cab, okay? But if you wait a few minutes, the doctor Look, may please use the phone? Are you asking for my permission? Yes. May I please use the phone? Yes, you may. But there are moments when it fails. The scenes afterwards when you see somebody just cycle through women and kill them has no mystery, no horror and no skill in their execution. It's only when the story expands from the spirit of dull kills that it regains momentum. At the film's heart is Dan Grimbaldi's portrayal of a man who realises that his world is falling apart, but feels incapable of saving himself. 
He knows he's not well and is a victim of his own demons, but stumbles to each killing. He certainly isn't a likeable character. He doesn't have the charm of Norman Bates, but does have a character have character rather than charisma. You might not like him, but you're aware that he doesn't like himself either. Ben nearly died because of you. A man goes up in flames and you stand there like a fag. I'm not a fag. What? I'm not a fag. It just covered. It covered him up. He wasn't evil, but it covered him up. What are you talking about? I covered Ben! No, the, the cover of flame. The cover of the flame. You know you're crazy. I always said you were crazy. You stay away from me. You think I was afraid? You think I'm crazy? What are you talking about? I would have helped him. What are you talking about? You're a sicko. Scary, violent and shocking. Don't go in the house, swear for luck. For those that like a hefty dose of sleaze, such as Maniac, there's much to recommend it. A lot of the films on the list... Have, has a, have a leisurely pace, and this is no different with a deathly dull second act. But this is one of the films that rewards of unpleasantness and thoughtfulness. Director Joseph Ellison was born in Manhattan in 1948, where he first fell in love with music, especially the diverse sounds of Hank Williams Sr., Thelonious Monk and the Maguire Sisters. He spent the next several years working on various exploitation films until 1980, when he was finally able to make his own film, Don't Go in the House. It would be another six years before Alison made another film, and it isn't a horror film. The little scene drama Joey came and went without all the outrage that had accompanied Alison's debut effort. After the release of Joey, Alison retired from filmmaking. Joey is about a young man running away to follow his dream as a musician. So that wraps up all the films that we talked about on the list that uh, refer to the word don't. I suppose the question would be, dare you plead not guilty at the High Court under the Scene Publications Act? And I think the police would, and the DPP would prefer if you didn't. Indeed, they would tell you, don't.
thanks very much for everyone who's been in touch and all the contact with regard to the book and everything else. Um, there's a review on Starburst website at the moment, which I think is uh, was a great review and really kind and and uh, very very accurate and truth. Um, it's probably going to be like a, rev- a revised version off the back of that interview, after that back of that review. Um, if you want to get in contact, please do. My uh, email address is videonassispodcast at gmail.com. My Twitter is at orange underscore monkey. Or you can go to the website, videonassispodcast.com, and click on any of the uh, the articles there, and you can leave a comment if you wish. Um, next week, we have got um, Zombie Creeping Flesh, which is um, <laughs> it's a, it's a crazy little film, and uh, probably better as an example of a film that is um, a better... Um, you know, a best story rather than, uh, behind its making rather than a film. It's a, it's a hodgepodge of different elements kind of like, you know, pushed together. So, until then, take care and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. I have never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Mother, I'm home. I'll have your tea ready in a minute.